Yes and no, kind of. I'm not <laughs> sure. I don't know. It's fun stuff. It really is. Welcome to Ben and Jordan's, the show where we get people on and we talk about who and what they are. Today's episode is Coach Eric Townsend and varsity runner Nick Batchelor. We're going to be having a good episode today, talking about the cross-country season, now that that's finally wrapped up. And I'm going to give it over to JR. So JR, you give me some questions. How you guys doing today? Good. Good. Doing all rested up. Uh, you guys went to Rapid City, right? No, Sioux Falls. Oh, you did go to Sioux Falls. Okay, so that's good. No time change, but... So, would you like to tell us how the season went? It's a good season. Both boys and girls competed hard and improved throughout the year and ran their best races at the end of the season, which is always our goal. So, how did you, like, prepare to get all the way to state this year? I mean, you got to have some, like, great techniques. (laughs) I don't know about techniques. Uh, You know, just try to get our mileage up throughout the off-season, and when the season comes in, we want to you know, keep improving that mileage and, you know, at the end of the season we kind of back off a little bit. So there's a, that window of peakage or, you know, we're running our best at the conference region and state meet. Now, did you guys have, it was snow, not this last state meet, but it was the meet before that. At regions. Yeah. So does that impact the running a little more? I mean, is it harder or... Do people see the snow and they're like, "Yay, it's snow! Let's run right into it!" Or like, I'll let I'll let Nick answer that <laughs> since he's uh, since he's the one that had to run on that type yeah, of condition. Yeah, it's way worse than running in grass because you it like pulls you back and you can't grip onto anything. So like, the snow it makes the grass a little more hard to run on, but it also like when it melts it gets a lot more muddy. So does anyone like slip while running or anything? Yeah, there's a lot of people slipping throughout the race. So yeah. did you ever have to, like, hurdle a guy or anything? No, no. I almost ran into Luch during that race. I almost took him out. And then how did we do at Regions and NECs? Well, at the at the NEC meet, you know, the goal going in was to win both, and both boys and girls brought home the, the NEC championship. So that was, that was a good day for both teams. Uh, at the region meet, again, the goal coming in was to go win it, and the girls ended up winning it, and the guys just fell a little short and got second place. So that was, that was you know, good for us to finish those two meets out, on, you know, in the top two, and um, you know, it kind of carried us forward, carried us forward into the state meet. Well, it sounds like some great results you had for our cross country season then. So, do you guys plan on doing anything during the winter? So, you know, keep in shape. I mean, of course, track season then becomes in the spring. So do you guys do any running or anything during the winter? Well, there's, you know, a lot of these guys and gals are in other sports. You know, they're in basketball or wrestling or, um, you know, gymnastics and stuff. So they're doing that. But those that aren't, we try to, you know, I know I know there is going to be a group of them that, that aren't doing something. And I'm hoping we can get them kind of together, to, you know, to do some off-season stuff. Um, I know n- not all of them run and track, so there's some other things that we'll have those guys and gals do as well. Sounds like a good plan. So let's go over like uh, a normal cross country practice. Like, what do we do? Because I know we have hard days and hard and mm-hmm. easy days. So let's let's talk about the easy days right now. <laughs> well, I mean, on a normal week, it kind of depends on when meets are. That kind of determines what we do and how far we go and and whatnot. But I like to go long earlier in the week. Um, you know, and get some interval interval stuff in, speed stuff, Tuesday, Wednesday-ish. And, you know, like I said, this kind of varies depending on 
on the week that that we're at and what meets we have. Um, you know, as far as a hard day, I don't know, is 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 a long day a hard day? Not if you ask me. Okay. Well, like like interval stuff that we do that would be hard, we'd probably jog to the Catholic cemetery or jog to Purple Park, and then we do either 600s or 800s, uh, depending on where we are in the season as to how many we do early season. We do less. As we get towards the end of the season, we do more. Um, you know, every five, six minutes we're running a 600 or an 800 and try to get six to eight of those in, and it's it's brutal. Nick, what do you think of the intervals or long days? What do you think is worse or easier? Uh, intervals are way worse, <laughs> especially at uh, that one day when we went to Purple and it was really windy. Yep. It was yeah. windy on both stretches somehow. <laughs> yeah. So what exactly are intervals? Like, is that, are you guys just, like, running, like, constant 600s or something there? Yeah, like, we'll, we'll start the clock. I'll say go. Everybody takes off, runs a 600 probably give them you know depending on 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 where we're at in the season it might be three four minutes rest uh and then we'll run another one oh so it's just go then stop then go yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. oh so it's kind of got a mind game going at you there there's definitely a lot of mental toughness (laughs) that's factored into those workouts and if we can get through those without you know and 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 the key is to be consistently fast where Mm -hmm. you're not having a bad one uh, you're not going slow on one and then fast on the other one. The key is to try to be consistently fast, mm-hmm. you know, and not save save it all for one or your last one or something. But it's it's definitely mental as well as physical. So, Nick, what keeps you going through intervals? Is it thinking, oh, we're only halfway done, or is it I need to get better or something like that? Yeah, I just feel like the intervals make me a lot better for the end of the season, like at regions and NECs. So let's talk about our meets leading up to NECs and regions. What do you think were some good meets and some bad meets, and go over those just a little bit for us? You know, well, I think we we were peaking at the right time. Some of our best meets were were the Ortonville meet. Um, you know, where, where it was a smaller meet, um, and then I think it was later on that week. I'm pretty sure on that Friday we went down to Lenox and kind of surprised ourselves. I think a little bit um, in terms of. Where, where we were at and what we could do against some quality schools down down in Lenox, down in that Sioux Falls area, mm-hmm. for sure. So, Nick, what was your fastest time this season, Nick? Uh, 1640. And that's for a three-mile race, a.k.a. a 5K. Yeah, so so that's a pretty fast pace yeah. for miles. And wh- where did you run that at? Uh, in Lenox. In the state, I tied it, but it was, like, a little slower by, like, Half a second. Mm-hmm. And that was in Sioux Falls Christians. And we went down there earlier in the season to get a feel of the course and everything. Yeah. So as the season goes on from the beginning to start, I'll ask both of you guys about this, but do you feel like, does it get harder as it keeps going or does it get easier? Because, I mean, you know what your pace is going to be, keep going on through the season, but temperature changes are also getting colder. And it's some people say it's easier running cold. I mean, I think it is, but. Other people think it gets worse. I mean, what's your guys' opinion on that? Uh, I think it gets easier because you get more in shape, so it's easier to run at practice, and then at meets you can run faster. I'd say the same thing. I I think at the beginning of the season I'm just not feeling it. I'm not mentally there either. And then once I get about three weeks in, my body gets used to it, and with the colder temperatures it's just easier for me to keep a good pace, stay warm. I'd agree. I mean, you know, as a, as a coach, if if you can come into the season in in 
half waist decent shape or any shape, um, you know, there is an adjustment period. And for those that don't put any time in in the off season, it, those first two or three weeks can be a complete struggle. Um, for those that, you know, put some time in and are coming into the season in good shape, there is still an adjustment period to kind of get used to the different types of workouts and more more intense workouts that we get as, as the season goes on. But, you know, you know, like these guys said, as the season goes on, there's less and less um, kind of soreness-type injuries and always and more just kind of overuse-type injuries and stuff. So. so let's talk about our varsity runners then, uh, boys and girls and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, at the state meet, we had uh, six boys, six girls. Both teams qualified for the state meet. Um, so that was that was an awesome accomplishment. Um, individuals we had, uh, our top girl at the state meet was Danica Schulte. Um, she's a junior, um, been on the varsity since her seventh grade year, been a huge part of the varsity since her seventh grade year, and um, I think this was probably her, her best season thus far. Um, our second girl that finished at the state meet was Marina Street. She's an eighth grade girl. She was 34th, I believe, uh, at the state meet. Uh, her is her best best finish at the state meet. Um, she's been a huge part of the varsity team. Her, you know, this year and last year. Uh, our third girl in was Amaya Street. Her sister, a sophomore. Again, she's been a huge part of the varsity since her seventh grade year. Uh, and she she plays fiftieth, and I believe that is her top finish ever as well at the state meet. Uh, our fourth girl was our lone senior that ran at the meet on the varsity girls, Taylor Thuey. Um, she had, she I think she was 65th or 63rd, somewhere in there. Um, she was kind of dinged up with some knee stuff, kind of some carryover from that snowy weather that we experienced on at the region meet. Um, but she was able to battle through it and had and had one of her best races of, of the season. Um, our fifth girl was Ashlyn O'Farrell. She was just right behind Taylor. Um, and she kind of, as the season went, uh, when the season started, she didn't come into the season in great shape. And as the season went on, it just seemed like every meet she got a little bit better. And she was one of our top four or five at the end of the season, which is, you know, was great. She's only an eighth grade girl. So she's only her second season doing it. Our sixth girl in and at the state meet was Maya Brown. Um, she had, uh, been one of our top five or six all season. She's a freshman. Um, she'd been on, she's been on the varsity since again, her seventh grade year. Um, you know, and she, she kind of battled some stuff with, uh, with her feet and hips and stuff. So she wasn't, um, kind of some carryover again from that snowy region meet that we had. So she could, you know, that kind of impacted her a little bit, but she did have her best state meet of her, of her, of her career thus far. And so that, that you know, that's what happens when. You know, when you have the, all those kids that have their best state meets, that's what happens at the end of the season. You have your mm -hmm. best team finishes. Um, on the boys' side, our top kid uh, was Nick. He was eighth. Uh, he's only a freshman, which is crazy for me to say that any, a freshman boy is able to go into a state meet and get eighth place. That's not normal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's a credit to his talent and his work ethic, and he just seems to get better each each season. And if we can keep him healthy, he's going to have a shot to do some some great things, you know, the the next three seasons, um, which is not so to say, but you know that's him. That's that's what he's his his talent level and his work ethic are, are going to help him help him do that. Our second guy in at the state meet was Zippy Bach. Uh, he's a junior. 
Uh, he's been on the varsity the last few seasons for us, helped us out. I think this was probably his best season of his career thus far, his junior year. Um, our third guy in was Nathan Luch. Uh, he had, he was probably one of the most improved guys we had this season. Um, really, um, was a huge impact on our team when, when other, when we needed somebody to step up, he was the guy that kind of stepped up into that third, fourth spot to help us out. Uh, next boy in was Alex Farrell. He's, he's a junior. He's been a big part of our success the last two or three seasons here. Um, fifth guy in was, uh, James Batchelor, seventh grade boy. It's Nick's brother. He's got a bright future ahead of him. Any, anytime a seventh grade boy can, can be good enough to run in a class A state meet, that's, uh, you know, that's a huge accomplishment. Um, and then our, our sixth guy in the state meet was, was Ben here, Ben Harstead. Um, he's been a steady guy in our varsity team the last, uh, last few seasons here, a big part of our success that we've had this season and, you know, the last couple seasons. So, um, you know, it was it was it was just a great year. It was a, we had a great group of kids that uh, that worked hard, got better each meet, and and peaked at the end of the season. So I'm noticing with um, the girls' team, especially how they're all they've been a big part of the varsity since seventh grade. How well do you think that's going to affect our team come when they're juniors or seniors, even having that knowledge for that long? Well, yeah, I mean that experience helps. You know, no doubt. It's not uncommon for the younger girls to be good when they're younger. It's just, you know, how do they get better? You know, a lot of times girls and some guys, it just comes easy for them. They don't have to work real hard. Um, but as girls start maturing and stuff, some you know, they got to learn how to work hard to overcome some of the, um, you know, some of the things that happen to their bodies and whatnot. And it's doable. You just got to put in the hard work and get in the weight room and lift and, and just l- learn how to work hard and, yeah, that, that experience for sure helps, you know, and this, this season kind of at the state meet, I was thinking about this. Um, there really isn't a whole lot that I said during the meet as far as warming up and getting prepared because we had some, some experience on both sides, boys and girls, and they just kind of did it. And that's always an added bonus when you have that experience. You don't have to, you know, tell them this is what's going to happen, this is next, this is next. They just kind of know that, you know, this is what's going to happen, and they just do it and, and go out and perform the best they can. And Nick, uh, James, how do you feel about James? Are you guys constantly fighting it out for some good placements or what? Uh, sort of. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you just always beat him on the course? Yeah. You can't beat him at home, though, can you? No. <laughs> it's time for Ben and Jay's Q&As. Okay, we're going to ask you a bunch of questions. Just answer them as quickly as you can, and uh, most likely you'll do fine. Most likely. All right, so Townsend, I'm going to ask you some questions first. Are cucumbers a fruit or a vegetable? They are a vegetable. Is a tomato a legal fruit or a legal vegetable? I would say it's a legal vegetable. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, we're asking questions. Um, Can <laughs> I grow facial hair? You can. I don't know how well, though. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been... What is this word, Jordan? Bamboozled. Have you been bamboozled? I've been I've been tricked or bamboozled a few times. <laughs> is peanut butter and jelly being a good idea? Peanut butter and jelly what? We're asking the questions. <laughs> All right, now it's time for Nick. Now Nick, do you like running? Yes. If you're already up, how do you get down? You pull yourself up. Do onions have layers? Yes. 
Do you like to waltz with tomatoes? Yes. Are zebras black and white or white and black? White and black. You know what would be very scary? What? I don't know. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we asked the questions. Come on. Okay, and that's all we got that for Ben and Jay's Q&As today. Alrighty. So, I have no outro. Anyways, Coach Townsend, you have done things in your life, like high school and other schools and college and other coaching jobs. So, we'll talk a little bit about that then. Sure. Where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with high school. Uh, yeah, okay. I went to high school in Montana. Mm -hmm. uh, smaller, not small town, but bigger than Millbank. It, it was about the size of probably, I, I'd kind of consider it like Lenox, Harrisburg-ish. Maybe not quite as big as Harrisburg, but it was a town that was outside of uh, Billings, Montana, a town called Laurel. I graduated with about 160 students. Um, so it was, you know, a little bit bigger than Millbank, but not probably huge by any means. Uh, in high school, I did cross country, basketball, and track. Um, after high school, I my first year, I kind of followed the rest of my classmates, and we I went to school at the University of Montana or Montana State University in Bozeman, Montana, uh, which is probably like kind of like an SDSU type size school. Uh, which was like two hours west of, of where I grew up. Uh, beautiful country, lots of skiing and mountains and uh, and that stuff. Uh, and then I don't know after after about a year, half a year or so, I I uh, I just needed a change. I wanted to compete. I wanted to I wanted to run collegiately. Um, in high school, I wasn't anything spectacular. I was average. Um, but I wanted to see if I could compete at the college level. I knew I probably wasn't good enough to compete at at the school the size of Montana State or SDSU type size school. But uh, I looked into Northern State in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Uh, my aunt and uncle live there. So that's kind of how I got that connection to there. Uh, I visited on a spring break my f freshman year of college. Um, and then, you know, to kind of decide that's what I wanted to do. So I packed up my stuff the next year and oh, wow. uh, didn't know a soul at, in campus. Uh just you know, made some made some good friends on the team, and ended up being probably the best decision that I I made. I, you know, at the time you're young and you're nineteen, eighteen, nineteen years old, you don't realize the impact that that decision is going to have on you and everybody else in your family. Um, but it it did. It was um, it was a good decision. You know, a lot of my best friends uh, I got running collegiately, you know, in college and stuff, and just that experience of being able to go to those meets and and shared misery and shared defeat and wins and losses and, um, you know, f fun times with those guys. It was, it was good for sure. And then I graduated from Northern state in 2000, I think it was 2001, the spring of 01. Um, and then shortly after that, I got a job in Millbank and I've been here ever since. And you've been coaching cross country since 01, correct? Yep, the fall of 01 was my first season. Yeah, that was a long, long time ago. Yeah, that's 17 years now. Yeah, this this just finished the 18th year right here. It, yep, yep, there you go. And in that time, how many, like, state uh, teams have you brought and, and like, it, uh, champs and ships since 01? <laughs> I mean, I know you probably don't know the whole number, but, like, you probably had quite a few. 
Well, yeah. I mean, we haven't won won the conference or region a ton of times, but yeah, we've had some some success. We probably won the girls a few more seasons than the boys. Um, it seems like there's always been a, a a better boys team that you know than we are. Uh, you know, I coached uh, coach coach Josh Michael when he was in high school. I had the privilege of coaching him, and he was a two or three times state place winner in the state meet. Um, back in 2002, my second season, our girls were second at the state meet. Um, you know, and then there's been some various other kids. Jalen Snaz, Austin Barons were, were runners that were top three, top five in the state meet their junior and senior seasons. Um, you know, back in 2009, we had a pretty good squad that I think boys were fourth, I believe. Uh, and the girls were, uh, I think they were sixth that, you know, that season. So that, that was a pretty good season for us. Um, yeah, I mean, we've won quite a bit, but we've also lost quite a bit too. So it's not like we've, we've dominated for 18 years. We've had some runs where we haven't had, I don't think we've ever had, 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 had kids, had an, never had nobody qualify for the state meet, but I think there's been a season or two there where we haven't had a single boys or girls team, but. There, there, there's definitely been some stretches here, especially recently, where we've had a good run of kids and and been able to, uh, you know, produce some competitive teams for sure. All right, and then, so, what what are you doing now in the like other than coaching? Uh, in ter- like like what do I teach? Yeah, like working wise. Yeah, I teach at the school. I teach uh, sixth grade reading, seventh grade English, and sixth grade English. Uh, which is the exact opposite of my actual degree. My degree's in seven through twelve math, so it's not what? it's not uh, it's not what I thought I'd be teaching at this time. But it's it, it was a good change. I changed probably about oh three or four years ago. I changed when when Mrs. Moss left the sixth grade. Um, I was teaching math at that time, and th- they needed a reading teacher, and they asked me if I'd do it, and I said, "You bet I'll do it." So I've been doing that ever since, and. It, you know, it was definitely a change and adjustment going from, you know, doing math stuff to now teaching some reading and English stuff for sure. And uh, for your family, what's all going on there? My family? Yeah. My wife, Christine, teaches in the school. She's an uh, ESL teacher, helps out with the English language learners, uh, mainly the Spanish speakers that we have in the school now, um, and anybody else that's where English is their second language. Uh, two daughters. Uh, Zayda and Bree, they're both at Cook School. One's in fourth grade and one's in third grade. So before long, they'll be, you know, up in the middle school and the high school and stuff. So, um, do you want me to go beyond that or? Nope. Are Zayda and Bree going to be cross country runners? They could be. I know they like to run. You know, we take them with some youth track mates in the summertime, and they like going to that and competing. They're more speed sprinter type stuff. But um, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, they might end up playing volleyball or. You know, doing doing something else that they enjoy to do. That's you know, that's all I care. So. Mm-hmm. And Nick, how has school life been for you as a freshman this year? <laughs> well, it's a little different. There's a you get to go around the whole school more instead of that just one hallway. Mm-hmm. And you meet more people because you're in classes with multiple age groups. So yep. It's been pretty good so far. Good. So, Nick, how did you exactly get involved in cross-country? Have you always been a lover of running? or? Um, it was mostly my mom, I think, because she used to run, and she ran in college. So she always like told me about her career, and so 
thought it'd be fun to do cross country. And you're also in track, of course, and you've run distance for that. How's how's track for you as well? Um, it's pretty good. This year, I hope to qualify in the two mile, maybe the mile too. And you've been on the varsity team for track since seventh grade, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, you guys like doing this. Is this something you want to do beyond beyond high school? Yes and no, kind of. I'm not <laughs> sure. I don't know. It's fun stuff. It really is. I mean, once you get into it, it's kind of hard to get out of it. It's mm-hmm. like one of them kind of things. I'd like to continue this. I think it's fun. Yeah, it's probably something that, you know, as the more you do, the better, the more comfortable you're, you are with it. And it's kind of fun to play different music and <laughs> yeah, and do different rapid fire questions. And some of these. <laughs> and then what else do we have? And I'm spent. A bunch of fun stuff on the soundboard. <laughs> Well, we'd like to thank you guys for coming in today, and hopefully next and all the cross-country seasons come will all go well. You bet. Thanks for having us yeah, on. Thank you. This is Ben and Jordan. It's a show where we get people on, and we get talk about who and what they are. And as always, we're out of the Why Millbank Podcast Network studio here in Millbank, South Dakota on Main Street. And I'd like to see you all here next week listening to our show. Give us some feedback if you want. Talk to Jordan and I in the hallways or... Uh, give us some DMs on social media. And there's that. So I'd like to thank you all for listening to this episode. See you all later.